a progression of possessions leads to an obsession. This week on the Hapless Heroes. Hmm, interesting that you would knock somebody <laughs> unconscious and then let them get looted. Everybody, welcome back to another special episode of Hapless Heroes Quarantine Edition. Yay! Nah. I mean, I mean, boo. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the show goes on, but boo, we can't be with each other in person. I have not showered since the last episode. That's gross, dude. I haven't had a hug in three weeks. Aww. <laughs> That's actually sadder. Yeah. Yeah, it's really sad. Um. Well, I haven't seen any of you in five. <laughs> I know. Well, I saw Fran because I dropped stuff off. Yeah. And I sanitized. Are, am, I, am I supposed to say that out loud? Is that against the rules? No, it was before it was no. legal. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, I digress, right? Uh, I'm Francesco, and I have uh, a limited and but amazing cast of characters with me here tonight. Starting on my virtual right this time, we have Dave as Sodellum Rook. I don't like how this evening is shaping up. <laughs> we have John as Hondo the Immortal slash currently possessed. How does it feel being drunk, ghost? And <laughs> and Mike as Rovin Tossbottom, also possessed. I feel like I'm being tickled by the insides. <laughs> Whoa. Good start. So yeah, last time we left off, you guys had uh, dove deeper into this, um, well, a cavern that had revealed itself to be uh, an old dungeon that actually is connected to the River Styx itself, where all the lost souls of the dead travel along to their final destination. You guys encountered some difficulties with doors and some pit traps, and then you were confronted by a bunch of ghosts who weren't ready to move on as they leapt as their spirits left out of the river sticks with one final sort of, uh, you know, effort to try to re-enter the world of the living. And two of them ended up doing uh, just that. Uh, two of the ghosts were slain, but the other two, we have one possessing Rovin and one possessing Hondo with a uh, injured Sir Delam Rook staring them down. And we left off at the top of initiative, and which is where we are going to start this episode with Sir Delam Rook. It is your turn. You are staring at two of your possessed friends. What are you doing? First of all, do you call mm. us friends? Okay, you just met us like you're possessed, a couple hours ago. You're possessed former <laughs> companions. Okay, do you really call us companions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'd say you're using that term. Companion is such a strong word. <laughs> what would you call it? Compatriots. I don't know. What's below acquaintance? <laughs> Peer, dudes, you just met. <laughs> dudes that I just met, that I'm not sure if I like enough to call dude. And are atta actively attacking you. Yeah, so this is definitely not a fun thing. But we're going to start. Well, if everything looks like a 
a nail, you treat everything like a hammer. However I butchered that, it doesn't matter. Someone's getting attacked. So we're going to start by hitting the person who stabbed me in the butt. <laughs> I refuse to believe he stabbed me anywhere higher than the butt. All right, so, so you uh, yeah. make an attack against Robin Tossbottom. Yes. Ooh, a 26 absolutely uh, hits. Yeah. And your life drinker, How do you know? Your life drinker would apply here. My life drinker would apply, and the dex hex applies. Oh, shit, I forgot about the dex hex. Which is its own uh, 1d6 extra necrotic damage. Is it only 1d6? Does it not improve? I don't think I don't think actually hex improves this. No, when you it? level it up, it just goes longer. So at 5th oh, yeah. level or higher... Uh, you can hold it for 24 hours. Alright, um... I don't think I'm getting 24 hours. But, um, <laughs> you don't you don't get to downrank your spell. So, alright, so we'll, uh, take the damage on that. Plus another, uh, let's see, what's a rank? Six. There we go. So, Robin, uh, you're taking... Um, I wouldn't say, well, you're, you're taking a decent amount of damage there with that attack. Uh, you're going to be taking, what is it? it, looks like 13 slashing and 7 necrotic, and 3 of that necrotic will heal you, Sir Rook. Um, so that's 20 total, right? Mm -hmm. And so I would assume that he would use Uncanny Dodge to half that. Um, technically, no, it's you don't control your body, but uh, the ghost is limited to certain things so oh right he can't use my special stuff right all your special stuff i just had to use your cunning actions it was fun i just don't want to die well he can choose to drop you to zero right and incapacitate you rather than kill you well i would assume well yeah. yes which is what i'm looking to do so um let's see well we have a second pact great sword um and since i didn't declare it on a different target in advance it's just gonna have to go to the same target Oh my, yeah. Uh, I'm assuming Robin 23 is going to hit you, right? Yep. Yeah. What's the damage on that, Dave? Uh, oh, sorry. That is going to be, let's see, 12 slashing plus 3 necrotic, which heals me for those three. Does hex apply here, too? And, or is it... uh, let's see. I'm looking at that right now. Uh, when To the target whenever you hit it with an attack. So, yes. Roll another d6. There it is. Attack on Eight, another five, five necrotic. Robin is about at a half HP, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, let's see. In the opinion of the DM, is uh, Jarrell within five feet? Yes. Uh, Jarrell's... Hondo. 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 Uh, Hondo. Uh, Jarrell is not five, within five feet. Jarrell is in another I'm plane of existence. level of autopilot. Eh? <laughs> um, however, yes, I would say that Hondo is within five feet because the ghost had um, used its action to dash Hondo directly next to you. Good. Then I am intending to use my maddening hex on my bonus action. So as a bonus action, you cause a psychic disturbance around the target caused by your hex spell or by a warlock feature of yours, such as Hexblade Curse, uh, which I also have, or Sign of the Home, which I don't. When you do so, you deal psychic damage to the cursed target and each creature of your choice that you can see within five feet of it. Psychic damage equals your charisma modifier. 
Do I already have damage. to be cursed, or do you, am I just cursed by this? Because it says tar it's you're around within, the target. You're, you're within. You're, you're within five feet of Rovin, who is cursed by the hex. Oh, I see. Yep. So that is going to be my charisma modifier, which is three uh, damage to each of you. Each of you in psychic damage. Yep, three psychic to both of you. And let's see. That will be the end of my useful action economy. Uh, since I seem to have things relatively nailed down here. Oh boy. Um, well, this is going to well, be... Well, I mean, my other option is let him run off into the distance, and that's not very good narrative storytelling here. It is not. Um, Hondo, mm -hmm. since I forgot I have access to your character sheet, mm -hmm. uh, it's going to cause Hondo to uh, make some attacks against you. And I think two of those are going to hit with a 22 and a 24. They will both hit. You're looking at a total of um, 21 slashing damage. Oh, Roven, this ghost wants freedom. It's going to use, because I made it use it before, so I'm going to continue to say it can use it. It's use your cunning action to disengage, and I need. Uh, it's going to fire a... Uh, uh, it's going to actually use your hand crossbow. Well, wouldn't... Okay. Take an action to pull out... <laughs> okay, yeah. it pulls out a hand crossbow and doesn't fire. And completely invalidating yeah. the 25 that uh, it would have hit with. Good. Woo! <laughs> Still rules lawyering up in here. No, that's good. Uh, I rules lawyer, rules lawyer in your defense, please. Um, actually, though, you do have... Nope, you don't have anything that would let you swap weapons. Oh, you have fast hands. Let's see. Nope. Does not apply. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, I don't think so. Um, uh, yep. And this is only... Dual wielder only really um, applies to melee weapons. Well, could you could you consider sleight of hand? Because there's no, no actual no, no, no. like. No, I, there's, there are certain things that allow that, but you do not have any of them. So, it's just drawn the okay. hand crossbow and is ready to fire at Sir Rook. Which means, Sir Rook, uh, you still are part of the world of living for another turn, and it is yours. All right. Let's see how badly we can mess this up now. Bit of good old-fashioned fun ass PvP. <laughs> my best weapon is yourselves. So yeah, I'm going to uh, start my turn as a bonus action uh, using Relentless Hex to teleport 30 feet to an unoccupied space oh within five feet of the target cursed by my hex. Boom! You literally just and... appear right next to um, Roven. Now, I would say, since I didn't move, I nope. didn't provoke an obby, correct? You did not. You teleported. Very smart move. Okay, good. And now I can uh, use my attacks in an attempt to knock him out again. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you got there, Dave, over those? Oh, uh, let's see, on the die. Sorry, I'm still getting used to this here. A 27 and a 19. The first one does uh, 7 slashing plus 3 necrotic. Plus, uh, let's see, our hex d6. 
of four. And the second attack does 11 slashing, another three necrotic, and our hex d6. Come on. There we are, of three. Okay. So grand total of first attack is going to be 14. Second attack is going to be 14, 17. And I gain six HP back. Rovin's still standing. Barely. Barely. And that's, see, that's bonus action, yep. and that's action, and you are probably not going to move. Um, no, I don't want to try to provoke the oppy on me right With, now. Uh, I mean, he doesn't have a melee weapon. Can I move? Actually, it doesn't have a, he does not have a melee weapon equipped right now. He's swapped to a hand crossbow. Oh, he does, so... You would not provoke. Well, he what? didn't. You would. The ghost. The ghost did. did. You would not. You would not provoke the attack, Sir Rook, if you chose to move right now. Okay. Good. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Going to ahead. move right on past down the other side. But that's all the move that it gives me, so I can't quite get myself around the corner there. So it's almost like you're, you're like almost heading back to the hallway that you guys came into this dungeon from to begin yes. with. You're just trying to prevent the ghosts from escaping, you know? <laughs> um, yes, and trying to buy myself a little bit of time because at this point I've got enough distance between me and Hondo where he's not landing attacks on me during this at least. That is correct, which speaking of Hondo, we're going to move on to his turn. So uh, the ghost is going to move 30... 30 feet up. You can see you in the hallway, and then it's going to dash and get next to you. And that would be its turn. Rovin, fire a hand crossbow at Sir Dellum Rook. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Boom. Yeah! Didn't oh. hit. What, what was the uh, result there? Oh, 12. I'm sorry. Yeah, 12 definitely does not hit Sir Rook, I'm assuming, with your celebrating a myth. heavy armor on. Yeah, right? This is actually when we have to celebrate a myth. All right, strong work. I know. Sir Rook. I'm excited. Yay! Shitty roll! Woo! Sir Rook, you continue to fight another day. What or just still move? today. Yeah, what is your, what is your <laughs> move? Yeah, Sir Dellum Rook is going to start with his uh, two attacks on... Uh, the poor possessed Roman. I'm very sorry about all this. Well, I'm um, as sorry as I'm capable of being about all this. Hondo is. Wait, um, Hondo, are you are you teleporting to Roven? No, Roven is still. Uh, or no, that's Hondo who's right in front of me. Never mind. Yeah, Hondo's in your face again. Possessed Hondo. Okay. Okay. Let's see. You know what? Let's let's uh, see if Hondo's. Uh, feeling any different about this so we are going to uh yeah we're gonna once again relentless hex to uh the other side of uh roven, of, uh, roven there <laughs> very nice we are going very to nice start with uh the attacks in an attempt to knock out once again 13 and 11 no i don't think either right oh no nope, neither of those hit no those don't do it oh that's Okay. Well, in that case, then we are going Hi. to. Let's see how we want to do this. I was really counting on uh, closing that one out there. 
But once again, it still has a hand crossbow equipped, so. This is one of those problems with learning a character with a pretty full tool bag instead of starting with a level three or something like that. Is you got a whole lot of mm -hmm. stuff to flip through. You know, I want to thank uh, Fran for keeping mine fairly as simple as it could be at level 12. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Dullam Rook is going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 up around the corner here to try to regroup real quick. Okay, so you've moved to the north, right? Okay, yeah, you're definitely far, again, far enough away that Hondo is not going to be able to do any damage to you. And uh, is that your turn? Let's see, action, bonus, and move are spent. My economy's done. That's the end of the turn. Sweet. Moving on. The uh, ghost within Hondo is frustrated and actually decides to, as a bonus action, end the possession. And then you see it disappear. Yay! Well. I think. <laughs> We're not ghost experts here. I mean, it's a good just happy not to be possessed anymore. And to still be drunk. Uh, can Hondo at this point use a reaction to drink more whiskey? <laughs> um, I'll let you do that as a free action. <laughs> and that's going to be the end of um, Hondo slash ghost's turn. We're going to Rovin, the ghost's turn. Fire that hand crossbow at Sir Rook, my friend. I'm on it. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, 18. 18 will not do it. Yeah. Mm. Sweet. Okay. Um, and then the ghost possessing Rovin will uh, turn Rovin, only to see now a non-possessed Hondo in the hallway. <laughs> Blocking. Wait, how come Nahondo is not possessed anymore? The Good ghost, question. I, I said, oh, I'm sorry. Was it, I think I said it's a bonus action. The ghost ended its possession of Hondo and then disappeared. Whatever. <laughs> he didn't like being drunk all the time. Or, or being uh, dragged around and not being able to end Sir Rook. Right. Um, so Rovin's ghost is going to now move him back south towards the hallway to, to, that heads to the river. And we're going to move on to Sir Rook. Right now, all you see is Rovin, and Rovin is 55 feet from you. All right. Let's see, and out of character, I remembered I should have been taking less damage like this whole time from all the players. Because once again, you know, tool bag being what it is, it was a little big. I've got also this heavy armor master from, that should- from, from non-magical weapons, my dude. Oh, yeah, is anything... Well, the hand crossbow would be, probably. Yeah, I don't think he actually successfully hit with the hand crossbow once. Yeah, I'm assuming Rovin's... Oh, no, weapon. he did. He did. Oh, no, he had, Wait sorry, a minute. That's fine. I have a, we never rolled I have the damage a question. For that. We never rolled the damage for that because we, we decided he couldn't switch and attack at the same time. So, no, you've never been hit by a uh, non-magic yeah. weapon. I was just thinking about something. Yeah. So, the hand crossbow, you need to be able to put the, the bolt in, correct? It spends the rest of the turn loading it. Yep. So you, so just as as reference, I'm also holding the lantern. So you, that's why I never use the crossbow to begin with. 
Yeah, but I mean, it would it, it, can, it can literally just set the lander under the ground, spend the rest of the turn reloading, and then fire one shot the next round. But it only gets one shot, no matter how many attacks you get. Okay. You only have you can okay, do you have sure. to load, and that's it. Okay. That's fine. Bro, do you even loading property? <laughs> it's okay. Like I can't remember loading property either. I well, I forgot it a long time ago. Yep. So, Sarik, um, what's uh, what's your status? What's your situation? Rook, well, rather his pilot, you know, in the uh, in, sort of in the middle of that, just sort of measured out. You know, it's okay. It's a good fifty-five feet between Sir Rook and his target, so I can use my thirty feet of move. And then from there, we can bonus action for that relentless hex once again to close. <laughs> nice. And I'll put myself. Uh, even with the ghost and Roven, and then we will uh, get the packed great sword out and uh, do its dirty work once again. Let's see a twenty hits and an eleven. So 20 Does not hit. Work for let's see nine slashing, three necrotic, and d six from the hex. So another five there. That takes care of me. Okay, Roven is at zero. The ghost uh, shrieks and exits him. In adjacent space. Okay, good. And I'm assuming you knocked me down to zero. And yes. not, yes. And not dying. Yeah. Great. Fantastic turn. Great. That is my full action economy there. Hondo, it's your turn. Can I make it to the ghost and hit it? Nope. How close Hondo. can I get to the ghost? I mean, you can measure it. Look at all the, Every square is five feet. I, I mean, I can't even see half of them. Where's the ruler? Oh, right. Uh, you don't have a torch lit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah, you are uh, <laughs> alone and in the dark. So, like, 30 feet will put you... Don't touch my... 25 feet will put you in the center of the room. And you can move five feet in either direction, but... Not close enough to it. Not close enough to get a melee attack. Okay, I'll just walk right back into the room, then. You're in the room. Uh, you have 10 feet of move left to use. Uh, I suppose that I'll move closer to it. Mm-hmm. And you are holding on to at least a couple of javelins. Yeah. Um, but if we're playing where you have to equip them. Oh, right. right. You have your greatsword equipped. That's, I don't uh, want to, I don't want to use actions to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You've rules. Also, when his this. totally non-magical uh, weapon goes right through its discorporeal ass, where's it going? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. You are directly on the other side of the ghost. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's assuming, right, that it uh, does not, uh, it doesn't hurt at all. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's, that's your turn. Hondo, are you going to prepare do you want to like prepare an action, maybe, or something like that? Uh, yeah. If it comes, if it comes near me, yeah, want to hit just, it. Like, react to hit it. Okay, that's fine. All right, uh, Roven, you are unconscious. Roll me a D four, please. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. In one hour, without any, if without any other intervention, you will regain a hit point. It's the best result you can cool. get. So that's when you want to roll a one on the D four. Sure. One hour. Great. Yeah. Remember, Roven, that. Your other option was running out into the fucking cold, so. <laughs> um, it is now the ghost's turn. Uh, 
and um, appearing from thin air right next to Hondo is the ghost that disappeared that had just possessed him. Now, Hondo, you are immune to being possessed by this ghost again, but it will attempt to reach out and touch you, but a seven will not hit you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And because I was not planning on hitting that one, I can't hit the other one? Um, nope. You said you, you said if uh, something comes within five feet of you. Oh, so that one still counts? Okay, yeah, good. it's but there. I can attack. Make your attack as a reaction, please. You get I get one, all three, you get, right? You get one attack. Even though I get three attacks per action? So when you take the attack action, this is a reaction. It's a saved get... action. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, take all three. I don't care. <laughs> you know, I don't care anymore. Um, they all hit. 16, 11, and a 16, which means uh, 15 slashing, 10 slashing, and 16 slashing. What's funny so is that the first attack was enough to kill it. Yeah, 41 slashing damage. <laughs> this one, it dies, and you see like the, again, that little moat pop out of it, and it starts floating towards the river. Slowly. Okay. Uh, and then the uh, other ghost that was possessing Robin that is now attacking Sir Rook reaches out to try to touch him. 17 will not hit you. Uh, so now, sorry, Sir Rook, it is your turn. Aha! Now, who is my hex on? Is it still on it's Robin? Still on, well, actually, Robin was dropped to zero, so you have the ability to move it. Um, as your, it was your, yes. it would have been your reaction. So I'll let you that. use that real quick before your turn starts. Oh, actually, no, because you wouldn't have seen the other ghost. So I guess the hex would end because you had no valid target to move it to. No, I can use a bonus action on a subsequent turn to curse a new creature. Oh, great! All right. Um, yeah, wanted to make sure I'm doing that right. So, um, okay, so for my bonus action, I will move the hex over to uh, over to the ghost. Sounds good. And then we are going to use my attacks to unleash hell on this one. Unleash hell. Hit and hit. 20 and 25, damn. So let's see. 11 slashing plus 3 necrotic. Uh, Oh, yes. And let's not forget the uh, psychic damage from the hex. So I think yeah, he's trying to say you killed it. The psychic <laughs> damage is taken. The necrotic damage is immune. It's immune to, but uh, it's dead. The slashing damage was definitely enough yeah. to absolutely obliterate it. And again, moat. It's important to leave the to leave no job undone. Yep, the mode of light appears and now floats again towards the river sticks. We are out of initiative. Awesome. Help me. Hondo's first action is to loot the unconscious body of Rovin. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> uh, um, Sir Rook, do you stop him at all? Trying to remember whether or not Sir Delum Rook would have noticed this skullduggery going on before, and I think so. I can let the boneheads sort it out between themselves. <laughs> Alright, I mean... This bonehead well, my, is, my, my nightly code calls for different things than your average knight would call for. Okay, right. well, Hondo, um, not a lot of valuables on Rovin right now. Uh, in fact, he has no money. And uh, all he has is one of those, one more mysterious coin in his possession. H- Hondo is excited because he believes he's found another one. <laughs> and do you take it back? Uh, he's unaware that he's taking it back, but yes, he does take it. 
Okay, you are now in possession of one mysterious coin. Rovin, you are in possession of none. Tell him, Rook, what's your alignment again? Uh, lawful neutral. Hmm, interesting. That you would knock somebody <laughs> unconscious and then let him get looted. Uh, <laughs> whose law? First of all, yeah, right. Whose law are we talking about here? This doesn't have to be the, the, the law of the land, right? Sure. I'm just, I'm, I'm making mental notes about his law, yeah. actually. <laughs> In a realm of spirit, um, possessions are worth different things. And whose law is her law? And her law doesn't really involve stuff very much. It's more, you know, primal. And mostly based on what she wants. Hondo enjoys this law. <laughs> <laughs> I could see Hondo having a nice long career here. Well, um, you guys have the opportunity to rest right now. Um, it's your choice if you choose to make this a long or a short one. I would argue that uh, a long one, you know, is, I would say, perilous at best, seeing as how y'all are in... Uh, you mean a, a long rest 30 feet from the river Styx? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, rolling to, uh, I'm sorry, 35 feet from the shore of the river Styx. Yeah, you know, so I would say, again, perilous at best if you would ask for a long rest here, but a short rest I would absolutely give you without any qualms. Um, before the short rest, Hondo will use his second wind so that he can regain that. Yeah, works for me. All right, and I can't go over max, right? Nope. So that would put me back at max. All right, yeah, Hondo regains 20 HP and is back at max. Rovin, uh, we, can see, we can call this a two-hour short rest, so I will allow you to wake up with one hit point after an hour, and then uh, roll hit dice if you'd like to regain some hit points. Hold on, can we? Hey, let's do a quarantine version of a short rest montage. Sitting in the dark next to a dead guy. <laughs> oh, he's not dead. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, montage. what are you talking about? I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> that was part of the montage. Yeah. I feel like that would be Hondo's ongoing thought process. There. Oh, didn't kill him. All right, that's that's fine too. All right, so the short rest has ended. Everyone seems everyone, after spending many hit dice, everyone's back at full health, and uh, spell slots have been returned because warlock. So you guys now um, have have some more exploring you are able to do. All right. Uh, well, Hondo, I suppose, <laughs> will make his way back to the um, with the fork in the bridge over the river Styx. Styx. <laughs> yeah, so you head yes, south. Yes, we're going to die. Mm-hmm. And then he'll remember that he can't see, so he has to wait for the other guys to come back after him. <laughs> well, I mean, at least the cavern itself is illuminated. You know what I mean? So you can kind of see, like, as the river flows, like, it does cast a, you know, a light throughout the um, like where it flows because of all the, like the you know like wisps of light you can kind of see darting through it. So Rook will move to the foot of the bridge. <clears throat> okay. So um, ahead, you know, but you can you can see about sixty feet still, maybe a little bit more just because of the way that it's been illuminated. But um, directly ahead, you know, like the the cavern wall opens up again because you, know, you have a kind of a break where the river runs and um, as the bridge pitches down right you have another cavern that kind of slightly goes into the wall of the cavern here um, along the shore and heads south to another passage 
uh, and then the passage also continues, you know, again, um, east by northeast and south by, or west by southwest, um, where the you can kind of, there's a little bit of room to follow the shore of the river Styx, at least for a little bit. Uh, Honda will say, which side do we want to be on? Now, um, and the river is flowing from east to west, correct? That is correct. Okay, just out of uh, curiosity. I feel I should be more curious about the source than the destination to start. And with that, uh, Rook is kind of kind of cross the bridge. Okay. And then if nothing happens, he's going to travel up the bank a little ways. Yeah, um, everything seem, everything's fine. Like, no further ghost attacks um, are happening right now. Um, and yeah, you are able to head uh, northwest up the bank. Do we want to flank the river, or do we want to all be on the same side? It looks like you'll run out of river bank on the, on the north yeah, side. Yeah, on the, nor- on the northern edge, the river bank does kind of run up against the wall of the cavern, ah. so there is a slight gap. Um, okay. You, if you're dexterous enough, you might be able to kind of, like, swing yourself around, but, I mean, you're risking, you know, putting yourself over the river slightly. Right. Now, no one's saying that, like, this river itself is deadly on its own, but, like I did mention in uh, last week's episode... You know, as you guys spend time close to the river, you can almost feel like the whispers of the dead, you know, like in your mind, and you almost feel like like them calling to you. Now, with uh, Hondo being immortal, (laughs) does this have any impact on him? Um, You don't know. Immortality is still something rather new to you, Hondo. But I still hear them calling. You can hear them calling. I mean, like, you're immortal in that, like, you don't age, you're not invincible. Okay. Well, Hondo's kind of stuck with Rovin because Rovin's got the light. Yep. So you move together. Right. I mean, and I, 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 mean, I would rather be with one of you by myself anyway. So um, I guess I'll go first. Okay. So I'm following after Rovin. Okay. And you guys are kind of going up the bank. So, Saruk, you're leading the way. And Sir Rook will continue to lead the way up to the second bridge to start. Yep, so that second bridge has a, uh, you know, it goes across to a very short passageway that leads to a sealed set of double doors to the north. And to your south is another uh, 10 by, you know, like 10 foot wide passage, you know, in in the side of the cavern that goes to, um, again, a, a door. Okay. Rook would like to kind of peek around this corner and, uh, face uh, face to the south and um, what can I perceive to the south of me? Uh, let's find out what you can perceive. I think a die roll would give us no, information. Yeah, that's the wrong click though. That's more what I'm looking for. <laughs> sure you don't want to keep the persuasion roll? <laughs> I mean the die, the die roll is slower I think. Yeah it is just that the end result was yeah. better. <laughs> um, anyways uh, so an 11 um, tells you, I mean, again, same sort of like flattened and smoothed over like stone um, on the ground and the walls. You know, it's a little bit rougher here. It doesn't look like as much care was placed on the hall here as it may have been in some of the more like um, 
geometric rooms to the north, right? More like rectangular ones. Uh, but yeah, and then just straight ahead, another set of stone doors. Um, these ones have uh, handles. Uh, Hondo will do another investigation for traps. Are you going to go like to the door and investigate? No, I'm going to stay back with the group. Okay, so you're just going to like look around you for traps? Or are you going to wait? I'm going to look down the hallway towards the door to make sure there's not a trap before you get to the door. Um, sure, you can get a little bit in the, in the hallway here. Go ahead, give me an investigation check. Eight. No traps here? Mm-hmm. All clear? Good. I'm happy. That's the sort of news I like to hear. Yeah, great news. Um, so yeah, you guys are free to move south. Yes, which is exactly what Sir Dellum Rook will do, right to the door. Okay. Um, now, as you get closer, Sir Dellum Rook, you can see that the the handles on this are like a dark metal. Ah. And the they've been styled in such a way that the handles themselves, the tops and bottoms, have um, like, like raven's feathers. Like car, you know, like you know, shaped into them but out, of, out of metal. Okay. Um, I feel like even if I flunked uh, a check earlier, you, so yes, uh, yes, this is, this is take this hint. Yes, this symbolism is definitely now much more associated with the Raven Queen rather than rather than the frescoes and imagery you or the like, mural and imagery you saw in um, the smaller room to your north. Um, this one is much more symbolic of the Raven Queen. Where you, you still have no idea what that was you looked at. Good. He feels it's welcoming and inviting enough that there's no way it would be trapped on him and attempts to open the door with both hands. Yeah, it opens freely. Uh, ahead of you is a room. Um, it is uh, 20 feet wide by uh, 15 feet uh, ahead of you, right? Just a small, like, antechamber uh, on the ground, you know, and it's, you know, carved much more cleanly into the uh, smoothed out rough you know, stone floors is the symbol of the Raven Queen herself. And the hallway stretches on um, beyond what your dark vision will allow you to see. Because again, this is another dark chamber. My lady will be interested to know what's going on here. So uh, we will continue to investigate, and I will do so by walking into this room, at least towards this, uh, what looks like a very conveniently placed raven logo right in the middle of the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's been, this looks, I mean, it looks, uh, anyway, give me a perception check in here. It's a 19. Yeah, um, not a lot of foot traffic's gone through here recently. Um, the dust appears relatively undisturbed on the ground. It would seem that even you, know, you entering here would probably be you're probably one of the first people to, to do that in a, in a while. At least, you know, the first first person that's actually set set foot on this solid stone in, in quite some time. Interesting. So yeah, that's what you see in this room, Saruk. Um, and then the hallway extends further um and right at the edge of your vision, you actually can see um, the, you know, the, the hallway extends to the south, uh, another set of stone doors. And Rook will proceed about oh, 30 feet or so, not halfway down this hall to start. Yeah, um, everything still looks pretty, pretty normal, pretty standard here. And then um, 
give everyone else an opportunity to catch up before I go barreling down the hall. Okay. So everyone starts to move in. All right, yeah, so you guys make it down the hallway. You're staring at a set of doors um, with those Raven Queen handles uh, again. Uh, Sarok, you seem to be uh, at the forefront here. Uh, what do you do? Well, um, it appears to be much like a home of mine, so I'm going to make myself at home and open these doors with one hand on each door. No uh, regard for the consequences, and if they swing open, I am going to step on in. Okay. Well, they do swing open. And in this room, you see um, a few uh, stone slabs, each with uh, what looks like an arcane symbol um, carved into them, and it's causing a you know a faint light to kind of glow into this room. Uh, you you have um, what appears to be a table full of uh, preparation tools for preparing a corpse, for example. Like, like almost like in a morgue. Yeah, cool. shelves, barrels, you know, things of that nature in here. Um, and floating above one of the uh, slabs is a dark, wispy, shadowy figure. And that's what we're going to call this episode of the Hapless Heroes Podcast. Ah! Once again, everybody, thank you so much for listening and uh, joining us on this uh, social distancing adventure. Uh, if you like what you heard, you can interact with us and find us on the internet all over the place. We're on Twitter and uh, Instagram at Hapless Heroes. We are on Facebook and Reddit, just Hapless Heroes Podcast. Uh, you can also, and there, those places will actually just point you, though, to one of our favorite places to hang out where most of us are, I think, active the majority of the time. Our Discord server. Um, we have a, a wonderful uh, community of people there hanging out, talking about all sorts of things, sharing all sorts of things. It's a really, really cool place. A lot of the cast hangs out in there too, answering your questions and just uh, chatting about whatever, really. Um, no topic uh, will go unexplored. Uh, well, like I shouldn't say no topic, right? There are some we won't touch, but you get the idea. Uh, and uh, if you really like us, though, beyond just wanting to interact with us, uh, you can leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. These things help us grow in the ranks, you know, get more people listening to this amazing show. Also, we just love and, and, and appreciate all the kind words you guys have left for us already. And we'll even read some of those kind words on the air and tell you that how much of a five-star human you are for taking the time. Yeah. If you really, mm-hmm. really like us, you can donate to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash hapless heroes. Lots of cool rewards. Trying to work together something during this time of social distancing, or maybe we can even play games with some of you guys who have donated. Uh, I'm going to try to set something up with that, so just stay tuned on there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's it just, it's, we're just so deeply appreciative of all of you who've donated and who are considering donating or even just, you know, supporting the show in all the multiple ways that you guys are doing. It's just uh, wonderful and amazing to see. So, 
check this out. Like, if you like us, and I mean, you really like us, Sally Field, whole deal, whole whole on thing, right? So, so check this out. Your friends are all bored. If some of them say, "Hey, I'm really bored with this quarantine. Do you have any suggestions on what I could do?" Recommend our podcast. Thanks, folks. <laughs> I'm a genius. Mike dropped. Great job, Dave. Yeah, fantastic. That's actually probably what's funny is that in all of the really, really love us, I don't think we've really just said without any other conditions, just tell somebody to listen to the show. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we have like early on, but it has taken so many different shapes. That's probably one of the more practical ones we could do. Yeah. If you like us, recommend us to your friends. And if you don't like us, inflict us upon your enemies. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's something I can get behind. So I guess uh, me too. the only thing left for me to do is outro this lovely cast for you. Starting on my left question mark, we have uh, Mike as Robin Tossbottom. I don't really do shadowy figures. <laughs> uh, John as Hondo the Immortal. Another thing to kill. And uh, Dave as Sir Delam Rook. Who is the shadowy intruder upon our lady's house? <laughs> and I am Francesco. I've been your host, DM. Tune in next time when we continue this wacky adventure. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Bye.